one of the ideas that we ended the seven mindsets necessary for the future was this idea of micro-apprenticeships. Um, those aren't going to do anything but explode over the coming years, and, and in lots of different ways. It's, it's a skill transfer. As we enter into an age of great displacement with the way work will change, with the way that interacting with our daily life will change, uh, there is a principle that will, that will come to be true in a fresh way, but it's always been true. And, and it's this idea of apprenticing. I mean, this is very, very ancient. It's where we're teaching each other what we've learned. And one of the problems that's happened today is the loss of relationship, the loss of connection. I was just reading a study recently done on how uh, lonely everyone is. I mean, it's just, it's a staggering reality that so many people live lonely when we have so much potential for connection. But I don't want to get into all that right now, just to say that, you know, there's a lot of ways that we could deliver sight shift information. And, and I want to hit real quick what sight shift is in a very brief way, but then talk about how it's delivered, because that's what's critical. Now, sight shift at its core, it, it's mindset training. It's, it's the how. It's the seven mindsets that we talked about in the seven mindsets necessary for the future. Uh, as you dive into living in a, a life with awareness where you really want to grow your influence and use your strength to protect others and lead well, you don't want to manipulate, you want to empower. Well, what's it look like to lead from your best and most authentic self? There is a point that you switch to in life when you're not leading or living at your best just to prove to others that you can do it, to show them how. You shouldn't have been counted out. But, but when that motivation becomes internal rather than external. So what we do at Sight Shift is just accelerate that process. Now, for some people, they're hiding, so then it's, it's getting them to come out into the fullness of who they are. But whether it's proving or hiding, or, or for all of us really doing a little bit of both, Sight Shift is mindset training to bring that about. So we're shooting for 12 outcomes, really, through the content of the Figure That Shift Out coaching. So Sight Shift is kind of the umbrella term, but the Figure shift, figure That Shift Out, the, the content there is trying to get people through 12 outcomes. Now, I want to do that real brief, just run you through these outcomes and then talk about how we deliver it and how you can live your life with the most meaning possible. So I don't know about you, but these are outcomes that I would want. The first outcome, how to think through your life and leadership to be as resilient as possible. If you're going to live without proving or hiding, you're not peacocking up and hyping yourself and hyping others on you, uh, and we're not talking about effective self-promotion, there's a difference there, uh, if you're not going to diminish, to draw back, to hide, you want to show up and be your best self, your best leader self, your best person, um, you're going to have to be resilient because life will knock you down. It will beat you down. Others will misunderstand and misjudge you. So you're going to face trouble. You're going to face hardship. If it were easy, everybody would do it. So first outcome we're shooting for is how to help you become resilient as possible. Second outcome, how to lead with authenticity while maintaining courage and kindness. I mean, this is the, the tear. The ditches people fall into all the time as leaders is they, they lose their courage and they become too passive or they become too aggressive and mean. How do you live in the tension of, you know, being courageous and kind? Third outcome we're shooting for, how to understand all of your experiences and harness them to make you more effective as a person, as a leader. So all your experiences, everything, 
None of them are wasted. All of your disadvantages become advantages. It's beautiful. Fourth outcome, how to recognize each moment's potential to move the mission forward and build relationships. So not only is it harnessing all your experiences, but it's being in the present moment and recognizing when anything is happening that will keep you from moving the mission forward, keep you from developing yourself, or keep you from growing your relationships. I mean, who you are shows up into your work. Who you are shows up into your relationships. That's just undeniable. And uh, there's a lot that we talk about in different ways to, to illustrate that and explain that, but we want to get to that outcome. Fifth outcome. We want to help chart your leadership journey to be value-based over and above your personal interests of the moment. Um, so I might be in the moment wanting to uh, check out because of some chaotic pain in my life, but my deepest value is to be present even in my chaos So, or even in the chaos around me. So what that looks like is I want to be 16 things to my friends, but if I can't be 16 things, I can at least be the top thing, right? That's how I'm going to be remembered in life. I want to choose that. I want to make an active choice so that that's coming out of my desire. A life overflowing out of desire is how you unlock internal motivation over and above. I'm going to hide because I'm, I'm scared or I'm going to prove and I'm going to show them who I am. So we talk about how to get to that outcome. We teach you how to get to that outcome. In fact, I can make a comment here. The way that we get to these outcomes, the way the content is structured, you wrestle with a skill by or I should say you wrestle with an exercise to develop a skill that gets you to the outcome. And I'm going to re-say that at the end of just running through these outcomes. The sixth outcome we get you to is how to learn to position your brain for experiences that develop that resiliency so you can be dynamic and compelling whether you're winning or losing. For most of us, the, the swagger shows up when we're winning uh, or, or it goes away and we're super... Um, inhibited when we're losing and, and this happens you know everybody's going to go through slumps everybody's going to have moments where they're regaining their momentum but what's it like to be able to do it fast and then that takes us to the seventh outcome how in the pressure of leadership to recover rather than trying to remove the pressure we want to learn to let the pressure activate our best self not diminish or destroy our best self eighth outcome how to establish a baseline of leadership that gives more than it takes. Uh, this is huge for today's world because right now what we have is a situation where for most people, either the loudest are winning um, and the rest are just watching, or we get into a situation where people um, pride themselves on not putting themselves out there. Uh, you know, this, I see this happen a lot where people, you know, might make something, but they feel like they're selling out if they tell others about it. Uh, or, or, you know, they're, they're ready to teach something, but they're just waiting to be asked to, be te to teach it. And we want to be people that are givers more than takers. How to apply that in our mission in a way that we move forward every day. So that's an outcome. Ninth outcome. How to recognize personal pitfalls in decision-making and avoid them. So we all have an Achilles heel in our decision-making. And what's it look like to really develop a, a, a storied process? We do it through a story to activate you at the most visceral level emotionally so that when you are making decisions, you are able to avoid your key pitfall areas. Tenth outcome. How to avoid unnecessary conflict. 
but lead through it when necessary to increase the quality of relationships. So some conflict is necessary, but we can use it to increase the quality of relationship, and let's cut out all the unnecessary conflict. There's a lot of drama that happens that doesn't have to happen. Eleventh outcome, how to build an atmosphere of psychological safety and deep trust with others. I'm getting excited. I think I just hit the table with my finger. <laughs> the uh, relationships that we can exist in, even in the midst of our pain, our sorrows, our losses, our hurts, don't have to exist in a place where we are faking it with them, nor do we have to be in a place that we are, um, you know, in any way checking out from engaging it because I don't want to be vulnerable about that. I don't want to share that. I don't want them to know that. Listen, when you enjoy relationships in a free way, full, free of proving and hiding, it adds so much rich meaning to your life that I can tell you from experience and with others, this is how you look at your life and go, man, I've got a good life. Great relationships can make your life look great, even when your circumstances are. Your circumstances can be great, and if your relationships are bad, it feels like life's bad, so this is key. Twelfth outcome, how to replicate a healthy culture that you've gotten from the, that you've received from these other 11 outcomes, or you've achieved all of that, gotten, received, and achieved these 11 outcomes, how to then replicate that throughout your, your team, your family, your organization, whatever. So that's 12. How to keep the change process going for yourself and for others. Now here's the thing. These, these are the 12 outcomes that happen for people when they go through our initial coaching, figure that shift out, okay? So that we, we can just simply say site shift coaching, but we call it figure that shift out. Now, here's the thing. There's a lot of ways we can deliver that information. What's been found to be the way to move it uh, to or to deploy it into people's lives, the most effective way is a micro-apprenticeship. So I'll personally do multi-day events and we see the needle move and it's amazing and it's awesome. And I'll always do those as far as I can see into the future. But um, when, we can, when we can take people through a 12-week process where we walk through these and we're tuning their awareness into proving and hiding and they notice how to be at their best self as a leader and as a person it's phenomenal and uh, that's how Sight Shift has grown like it has just people telling people as they've experienced these results now it's got to get beyond me though so how does it get beyond me well that's why we introduced the certification program this year I've spent um 10 years working on the site shift content, but five years working on the, the process where we could transfer the skill from me to another person, what I'm doing in that process of walking through this content with others. So we launched that this year. The goal is 10 for the year. Um, and as of right now, uh, I, w- I was going to have this final number for the podcast. I know we have nine. I think it's 10. And so we may already be there. It's, it's been fantastic to see people get the vision for this and just respond to it. And I'll tell you the way this works, the people that are interested in doing it, uh, there are three types. One, they just want to bring Site Shift to their company in an official way. I mean, we're happy for anyone and everyone to teach it you know, as much as they want. But if they're wanting to bring it to their company or team in an official way, they get certified and they get to go through our process. And I can tell you that in 10 years of teaching this to others, really about nine years of actively teaching it and putting it together, 
uh, I can get somebody at a very advanced skill level, almost to where I was maybe about a year ago, because um, it just takes time from coaching lots of people. I've found that after you've coached about 50 to 75 people, depending on somewhere in that range, you, you just start to notice patterns at an even deeper level. But up to that point, I can get somebody to the, to the place that it's like they've coached that many people from this transfer of skill that I've been working on for like five years. So, you know, everything is learned by wrestling with a skill or wrestling with an exercise to learn a skill. That's how you learn. You wrestle with an exercise to learn a skill. Now, that exercise can just be what life is giving you. It can also be some formulated challenge that's delivered in an educational model to change your life. This is the reason education breaks down so often for people because they're just focused on a transfer of knowledge. So all of SightShift is built on a transfer of skill to get to an outcome how by wrestling with an exercise. Well, if you're a certified coach, the exercise that you're wrestling with is walking people through the process week by week. So you're showing up and I'm giving you a checklist and I'm giving you all these tips and I'm preparing you as much as I can for what you're going to face in lots of different situations. And so the three types of people that get certified are the ones that want to bring it to their company in an official way and get supported. Two, the people that are wanting to go out there and full-time just say, this is the work I want to do with others. And three, some are doing it like on the side part-time. And my passion for this is that I believe the world will best change through micro-apprenticeships. I believe that the world is going to change so much over the coming years that the ability to get a calm, quiet mind in the midst of the challenge and the chaos and to lead from who you are in that moment is the crossroads of life and leadership. Like this is the most important thing we've got to get down as humans. And there are going to be people there helping others. And, and Sight Shift is one of those in a small way. And my hope as it grows is that we continue to impact more and more people. Uh, you know, we're going to coach people that are pro-Trump and anti-Trump and everything in between. The world, need lot, the world needs lots of voices on this and, and we want to help people that want to develop become that. So wherever you find yourself today as you've listened to this, well, I've got three cautions for you if you're considering certification. But before I dive into that, you know, the thing that I like to ask people to consider is what's it look like for you? And, and we do a lot of stuff with people on their identity, but what's it look like for you to really imagine in your mission? Like, how do you want to have impacted people? How do you want to impact people? What change do you want them to experience as a result of interacting and working with you? Is it just that you lead the meeting well, or in the way that you lead the meeting, do you want to impact their life? I mean, I've, I've sat with people that lead meetings in a way that have completely changed my life. And it's no overstatement. And I can go into lots of detail on that and it fires me up to think about because that's the potential. Or do you just want people to show up and be like, yeah, yeah, he was an okay boss. She was an okay boss. So the goal here as we do this little exercise is to maybe stir up interest to get you thinking about some things. So hit pause if you need to. How will you have impacted people? through their interactions with you. Write out some specific outcomes. What will the skills they learn from you be? Hit pause, consider this. And as you come back, you know, there's, there's so much meaning to be made with your life. So much impact you can have as you help others. And so that's the certification program. You go through 
the 12-week Figure That Shift Out coaching or the multi-day event with me, you get so far down the path out of living and leading from a secure identity, recognizing you still have a long way to go because we all do, and you say, yeah, I want to get certified. Well, how does it work? Well, what you do is you actually do 12 chats with me as you're leading someone else through the process. And so there's a lot more inf information on this on SightShift forward slash, SightShift.com forward slash certification. But just a few cautions real quick before we close. Um, caution number one. To be a certified coach, don't think you have to have it all together. Like, that's not the point. Leadership and life are a dynamic process, not a static process. So at every point you become aware, you lean in, the lie flips, you learn to flow from a secure identity, you're going to have to do it again tomorrow. You're going to have to do it multi -time, multiple times a day. And I look at my own life and I go, working actively on this, it's not about arriving somewhere. I mean, if, if you and I were in a coaching conversation right now, the 12-week the process, you would hear stories from me where I'm living it out now. Because it's not about getting to a place that you never struggle with this. It's about life giving you new struggles, which are new opportunities to discover the depths of who you are, how to become resilient in deeper ways, and how to bring the fullness of who you are into situations. Uh, in my own life, this past week, you know, I'm recording this. It's around the beginning of May. And uh, I had just a really powerful breakthrough with something using one of our exercises from week seven. Um, and it's amazing to me how coaching keeps me at a place where I'm growing and staying sharp because if you teach it, you just learn it deeper. Um, and, and the way that I want to structure things is even as I spend more and more time with certified people, and that's the goal here. For me, the goal is to take care of the certified people and they take care of the world. I always want to have an element of people that I'm coaching just because of what that does for myself and how that keeps me connected to kind of the street level of things and the joy that I get from it and the meaning I get from it. And so, you know, if you're going to be a certified coach, um, just know you don't have to all get, have, have it all together. Now, second, I would say this, like in anything, who you are comes through. If as a certified coach, you engage the work from an insecure identity, then it's more about what you get from the moment than what you give to it. So I get a lot of meaning from the work I do, but I make sure when I show up, I'm showing up to give more than get. And it doesn't matter what your job is. You just know when someone is showing up to get more than give. And it's it comes through in their tone and their energy and their presence. Lots of ways we could classify this. And so the, the second caution here is if you want to be a certified coach, this is why it's so key that we have not only the requirement that you go through it in a deep way, but the requirement, because you can't teach something until you've been through it. I mean, that's, that seems basic to me, but I know not to everybody. Uh, but also the renewal piece that's happening each year. We, we, have, um, we have educational uh, processes put in place to keep upgrading things, but also to check in with the certified coaches and make sure... Are they not only at the height of their skill development, but how are they doing personally? Are they in a place, even in crisis and chaos, that they can bring who they are into what they do, that they give more than they take? Uh, this is such a beautiful, beautiful way to um, approach your life and live, and I wish I would have been awakened to it much sooner, but it, it helps wake me up. I mean, there are times that I might get off, 
Oh, for sure, there are times I get off center, but it's just how quick I return back to center. And this is something we're challenging our leaders with all the time. You know, never be the kind of leader that's like the parent that fixes a dinner that you don't like and says, clean your plate. A lot of leaders lead in such a way that they're saying to others, clean your plate. No, your job as a leader is to make an enticing dinner. I would have never said that to my mom as a kid, by the way. Uh, and the, with Psych Shift and the, and the certification process, we've done the work to serve the enticing dinner. You're going to have to do some work in the application of the chats, the customization of the wisdom, showing up and being the coach. But it'll never be about you being in a place to tell somebody to clean their plate, right? It's you showing up, knowing. You won't know exactly how that coaching meeting's going. You don't know exactly what you're going to face. We'll prep you like crazy. But that's where the adventure is. I mean, it's so much fun to start your day and be like, what's going to happen? Uh, what am I going to learn? What am I going to experience? The third caution that I'd give you as you think about the certified coaching is, um, you know, I, I see a lot of people reach like 80 to 85%, 90% of knowledge in some domain and, and truly think they've mastered it and become an expert uh, just from reading lots of different voices in lots of different fields. And, you know, like anything in life, I mean, this, this is part of the way I like to frame site shift coaching. You know, site shift coaching is going to help you get to 90% effectiveness and above. You can get to about 80% effectiveness of who you are just through consuming the resources, the Figure That Shift Out course in the academy, the Figure That Shift Out book. I mean, you can get from 20% effectiveness of who you are to about 80%, and these are rough numbers, and, and these are just estimations, and just run with me here for a second. But I've seen people go from that 80% level high-performing individual, you know, medium-performing individual to high-performing individual, 90% and above, uh, as they walk through the process. Now, if somebody comes in, and this happens a lot, where they're at 95 and 96% already of their effectiveness, those 1% and 2% gains are, are hard fought. There's so much subtle nuance there. And the same is true with anytime you're gaining knowledge in a field. Um, and, and this is really the third caution with site shift. If you want to be certified, don't think you're coming into Sight Shift and it's like, well, all the all the knowledge is already all here. It's a hundred percent here. No, I do think. Um, no, I know. I believe. I mean, I see it. We are post ninety percent in our application of how a human being changes as we teach them these twelve outcomes and we work them through a completely new uh, process of developing their own mindset. And then we're handing them off to their own journey. The goal isn't to be their answers, but to teach them to be their own self-knowledge guide. I do believe we're post 90%, but here's the thing. The third caution would be this. I, don't, I wouldn't want a certified coach to come in and, and be like, all right, I'm done. I got this. Um, because we're going to keep growing and taking new frontiers of knowledge and incorporating it and advancing practices. But also you as a person are doing that. And so, um, you know, this kind of similar to the first caution, you, you know, it's not about you having it all together. That's more of a, hey, it's going to be okay. Keep going. Don't shut yourself out of a process because you think you have to have arrived somewhere. This caution is more about the other side of that where you're like, yeah, I got it down. Um, well, yeah, but I'm constantly working on new knowledge that I think will be helpful to you. Thus, we have the educational processes but also you need to continue to learn better and better how you do it. I mean, we teach you this in the certification process. Bring your stories. Tell the stories we're telling. Use the language we use. 
but also bring your own. So for those of you that are interested in this process, siteshift.com slash certification, uh, you can start a process by just letting us some, know some information about yourself. Um, and if you haven't been through our 12-week coaching process or the multi-day event with me, that is essential before you could do the other and, and you wouldn't really even fully appreciate what I'm talking about till you go through it. Awesome to have you. I hope this helps some of the questions you guys have asked about this. The millions of questions I've been asked on Twitter, no. Uh, but I have been getting questions and it's been fun and look forward to taking the next step with you guys on this. Peace.